Hey everybody, it's Doug. And this is Renee. And welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Life. All right. All right. (laughs) And all right. (laughs) No, because when we were playing cards with our granddaughter, you said, when we start this podcast, you were going to say, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, y'all. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Welcome back to another episode of Doug and Renee Married Life. Yeah. Yeah. So, we are super excited this week. And feel free to give us a shout out because this is something to definitely thank God for and be proud of. This year, this week, we make 34 years of marriage. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. That's right. 34 years. Wasn't anything Doug or Renee did. Yes. 34 years. Yeah, thank you for that applause. We don't know how we did it. We know how we did it. I don't know how we did it. I know how we did God it. Did God it. did it. That's yeah. what I'm saying. That's how yeah. we were able to do it. God did it. The was Bible it, tells us dug. that we could do all things through Christ who gives us the strength. Yeah. It was the strength of the Lord that helped us to make it 34 years. And we haven't always been in agreement. No. <laughs> which rendered us powerless yes. from on occasion. On an occasion or two or three or four or 10 or 20. Yeah. Um, but uh, with that being said, we are going to continue our discussion. But I will say this before we continue our discussion. On the power of agreement. The power of agreement. One thing we've always agreed about, well, I ain't going to say we've always agreed about. One thing I've always said was that divorce, divorce was is not, not an option. option. <laughs> I, know, I, I, I know our model because that's the one thing that we can agree that we've always agreed yeah. on. Divorce was not an option. It's not an option. We may have thought about not living in the same house, (laughs) but we never once said, I want a divorce. We're getting a divorce. Went to a lawyer, tried to go online, find Mm. how to paperwork on how to execute a divorce. Never once. And that goes back to our last podcast, The Power of Words. Mm -hmm. I think that speaks volumes that we never said that out of our mouth. We never spoke those words. Yeah. And if you've gotten our book, His Story. Her Story. God's Glory. God's Glory. Uh, you will see all that we've been through. And, well, not all. Well, yeah. You see four seasons of our life. Mm-hmm. And within those seasons, we could have easily left. And we were talking about this this week. We were in the car and I was saying to you how doing the right thing is hard. Leaving is easy. That, that's easy, just walking away. You weren't in the car with me. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Whatever. It was just yesterday. <laughs> See, he listens to me sometimes. Sometimes. No, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but um, leaving is easy. Marriage is hard work. Staying, having stick to is hard. And getting in agreement when you have two different people with two different backgrounds, two different upbringings, in some cases, two different cultures, you... Two different perspectives. Two different perspectives. You just have 
two different set of lenses, how yeah. you look at life, how you look at the world. And when you merge those two different ideologies together, it's hard, and but it's worth it. And it makes you stronger. I am a believer that when you go through hard times, it, it can either make you or break you. Mm-hmm. You get to choose, though what you allow to break you. And so it's important to be in agreement with your spouse that divorce is not an option and you're going to make it through whatever it is that you, your journey Mm -hmm. entails um, and that you're going to stick to your vows. So you can uh, hit us up on Instagram and let us know how, how many years you've been married. Um, you can post a picture or just, you know, just let us know. Hey, Doug and Renee, hashtag power agreement. Oh, how we want to do this? Uh, this is right off the cuff. I'm not, I'm not the social media person. Post a picture, say how many years, and tag us. Married life? Doug and Renee. That's our, okay. that's our Instagram. And just hashtag... Power, power of agreement. Yeah. Power of agreement. Yeah, just tag us. Yeah. But so I was segueing oh, you into last week. Last week. Yeah, last when week when I said the vows. Yeah. So last thing you said, if if you listening, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, some of this won't make sense. So I would definitely say go back and listen to podcast sixty nine. Um, Renee gave homework to our audience. And the homework was drum roll. Actually, actually, Doug did, but okay. I did. <laughs> it was you. No, no, it was you. I listened. I listened. Okay, to the let's podcast. not let's not disagree uh, on the thing. I believe that you gave the homework I for was, them to go back and revisit. Okay. So, well, you know what I, they say when you've been married to somebody for a long time, you start sounding alike, yeah. you start looking alike, you start yeah. acting alike. So maybe it sound like me. All right, but it was me. All right. So, <laughs> did you? And your spouse go over your vows. Did you talk about them? Did you? It, it wasn't necessarily to have a a, a marriage renewal uh, ceremony. I just thought about something we we heard on the radio mm-hmm. yesterday. But um, did you go back over it just to you know refresh what you said at the altar before God? And for my single people out there, did you and your prospective spouse? Uh, get, sit down and say, you know, let, let's go over, let's go over our vows. Let's look at let's, the vows. Yeah, let's look w- at it. What is it we would be saying? Yeah, do I agree? Mm. Yeah, there we go. Do I agree with this? Yeah, so I'm about to say some say some things that, for better or for worse, and when that worst come around, yeah, but I don't think people understand what worse could possibly look like. Yeah. They thinking, oh, worse could be you take the makeup off and now I just see you with your cold cream and your scarf on at no. night. Um, they thinking worse could be, you know, the guy walking around with the holy T-shirt and, oh. and you know, I don't know. I'm just throwing oh. something out. I know with, I know with women it, it's easy because, you know, some women wear makeup and then they don't or they have extra hair Talk about and then they don't or they <laughs> or um, but, you know, you whatever extra hair, <laughs> extra, you know, <laughs> hey, you know what? 
We we can do that. Uh, we can be long one day and short yeah, the next. But worse comes in a whole lot different fashions, okay. phases. That you don't plan for, yeah. that you don't expect. Yeah. That you know, can blindside you. Unresolved childhood issues. Yeah. Or the um Unresolved adult the, uh, issues. The and I'm I'm not gonna say the whole thing. Here on the air, but there was that one incident that happened here that we talked about in premarital class where the couple had just got married uh, and then they yeah. were in a bad accident. I'm not going to say yeah. all the details of it. And the, the, husband, one, left the, the husband left the wife because mm-hmm. uh, the accident changed who she was yeah, as far as appearance. her physical appearance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was worst. And for him, he couldn't handle yeah. it. Um, can you handle if someone... You have to now care for them, you know, health, and there's a health issue, and mm-hmm. you have to wash them up. You got to carry them. You got to do everything for them. Um, can you handle, God forbid, dementia, yeah. Alzheimer's? Can you handle losing a child mm-hmm. uh, together? Can you handle infidelity? Can you handle uh, a financial crisis, you know, you bankruptcy. Can yeah. you handle losing your house? You know, I'm just throwing some things out there I, that are possible. I have a good one when you were saying, can you handle? Because we talk to a lot of people who are um, blended families. Can you handle the the the, the other parent, side of the family? Yeah, the parent of the other child. You the, know what I mean? Right. So if you're a blended family, if the child's not yours, can you handle the parent? Yeah. Yeah, that's, can yeah. you can you handle the child? Yeah, see these these are things y'all you gotta this agreement. Yes, or worse. yes, yes. And you saying those things, and you're saying them to God. More importantly, you're saying God, I agree mm-hmm. that I am going to take this person until I take my last breath, until I leave this earth, until I die. Death do us part. People don't realize that line. Their death do us part. And that doesn't mean you get to off your spouse (laughs) to part ways. And then you got a different issue then. Hello. um, Yeah. yeah, So So last week we talked about that. And you talked about um, one of the scriptures you brought up was small foxes, spoil the vine. And I thought when you said that, you know, again, got to read or listen to last week's podcast. I thought a scripture where it talks about. Neither give place to the devil. Mm-hmm. Um, don't give him any place. And there's weakness and power in disagreement. That's in Ephesians 4, 26 and 27. I'm going to read this out of the Message Bible. It says, go ahead and be angry. So you got a right to be angry. Mm-hmm. You do well to be angry, but don't use your anger as fuel for revenge. I could stop right there. We could. Oh, wow, boy. that's a whole nother podcast. Yeah, that's a whole nother podcast. And don't stay angry. Uh-oh. Don't go to bed angry. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Don't give the devil that kind of foothold in your life. Ooh. And that's Ephesians 4, 26 and 27. Because if you give him place, if you give, if you allow the devil any place in your marriage or in your future marriage, there's no way you, you and your spouse will be in agreement. Um, you just won't. Because you're allowing the enemy to come in, and we all know he's, he's going to divide and conquer, still kill and destroy. So you got to be mindful that even, um, even though you're looking at your spouse, you're talking to your spouse, there's still an enemy of your soul 
that's it may be he may be using one or both of you against each other. Mm-hmm. And your spouse is not the enemy. Yeah, exactly. So just be mindful of that. That don't give the en- don't give the enemy any place in your marriage. You know, don't all these little hidden accounts and hidden agendas and secret accounts and stashes that you got. Um, all these things that are in the dark are going to come to light at some point in time. Yeah, and that goes back to, I don't know what episode it is. It, it was, um, but last year when we talked about finances, you know, agreeing if you're going to have separate bank accounts, mm-hmm. agreeing if you're going to have, you know, a joint account, and then you each have your own um, frivolous, if you will, spending account where you use that to, you know, go get your hair and na- nails done, go yep. shopping, whatever. Mm-hmm. Be in agreement because then that that breaks up the opportunity for the enemy to come in. Yeah. You know, like you were saying, those hidden accounts and you know sneaking and doing stuff. That's not God's way of doing it. That's definitely a tactic of the enemy, and we don't want you to be ignorant of his devices. And if you decide to get married and one person doesn't have the greatest credit, and again, this is, if you're in agreement about it, then that's fine. And like Renee said, you decide to do separate accounts, just be in agreement. We're going to have separate accounts because right now your credit isn't the best, you know, if that's what you decide to do. I'm not telling you to do it. I'm not telling you not to do it. I'm just saying if you're in agreement, that's what you're going to do while the other person builds up their credit and, you know, you're doing paying bills off and so on and so forth. As long as you're in agreement, I think that's fine. But you need to know you need to know the credit, credit score before you get married. But anyway, that's, <laughs> that, and that's, then, that's just my two cents. So and you was you was talking about what we talked about last week about there's weakness, um, you know, if there's. Power in agreement, there's weakness in disagreement, and I want to um, bring up the scripture. Don't let, sorry, for let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. That's James 1, 7 through 8 in the King James Version. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Now I want to read it in the translation, um, the Passion Passion. Translation, um, which is one of my favorite translations. (laughs) When you are half-hearted and wavering, it leaves you unstable. Can you really expect to receive anything from the Lord when you are in that condition? And I'm pretty sure that is a rhetorical question mm-hmm. uh, in God's word. Uh, they are written by James. But you want to make sure that y'all are in agreement and that you're not wavering. You're not, you know, swaying to and fro. And one moment you're saying, yes, I want to I want to get married. And then the next minute, you want a divorce. That's double-minded. Oh, okay. You know, one minute you thinking, oh, yes, I love this person. Next minute, I don't love them. I don't understand how people say they fall out of love with somebody. Mm-hmm. Then you was never in love with them to begin with. You were probably in lust. Uh-oh. You was probably attracted, Uh-oh. you know, physically Uh-oh. or to the money or something, something. Uh, a status Ooh. or whatever the case may be. But you need to be stable-minded. Don't be double-minded. Don't be wishy-washy and don't, 
you know, decide one minute, yes, I'm in agreement with you, and then the next minute, no, I'm not in agreement. That that makes you unstable, and God can't bless instability in that way. So being stable, and we're not saying you can't change your mind. Right, right, right. Because people have a, you know, they think about something, they say, you know, after I've given it some thought, mm-hmm. prayer. you know, prayer, yeah. exactly. The Holy yeah. Spirit can tell you, no, you weren't on point. Yeah, you need you'll to... get convicted. Yes. Like come back and apologize and say, you know what, spouse, I was wrong in this area, or I prayed about it, and I think we should do, or I should do X, Y, Z. Right. Right. Okay. And and the word unstable, when I looked it up, it had two different definitions. Prone to change. That that means somebody who changes all the time. Not, you know, once in a while, oh, I, I changed my mind. I don't want the red shoes. I want the blue shoes, you know. Mm-hmm. Or I don't really like that car or that house. Or, But you change all the time. Mm-hmm. Like I said, wishy-washy. Uh, prone to change. Fail or give way. Another uh, definition is prone to psychiatric problems or sudden changes of mood. Mm -hmm. So you got to be careful to make sure that you're stable, stand firm in the word, and make sure that when you're in agreement, that you stick to your word. Be a person of your word. Oh, okay. So when you were talking about prone to change, the thing that came to my mind is someone who decides like every five or six months, they're going to go in a different type of business venture or every year. You know, I'm going to do this this mm-hmm. year. I'm going to go in real estate. No, I'm not going in real estate. I'm going to do whatever next. I'm yeah. going to sell cars. I'm, and then I'm next selling year, scarves out the back of my trunk. Yeah. Then the next year I'm doing CBT. And next year I'm doing this. And CBT? Is it that? CBD. CBD. Oh, okay. <laughs> CBD. And it's not, there's nothing wrong with having an entrepreneurial spirit. We we are not. I'm not saying that. But when you have an uh, a spouse, children um, relying on you, there there has to be some stability. And you know you can't come up every few months saying, "Hey, I'm I'm changing my 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 trajectory in life." I I don't. I this is my opinion. Again, you got to be you got to be stable. If not for the family's sake then you shouldn't have gotten a family. If you know you want to try all these different uh, career options or career mm-hmm. paths, then you should have held off on starting a family. Mm-hmm. And Because you can't just move with the wind. You got a family, you know, you're picking up your family and you're moving from here to there, there to there, there to there, and you're moving all over. And and this comes from a guy. I'm I'm going to talk about myself. I don't know how many times I've moved us. But it's been a lot. And it's, it's been a lot of times <laughs> I've moved my family. So I'm telling you what I know. Your family needs stability. I don't know how I got on that subject, but they do. Okay. Yes. All right. So also one of the things, you know, being stable, um, there's power in agreement. We talked about that. There's weakness in disagreement. Um, we talked about that, and I thought about that. I was like, there's weakness in disagreement, but there's also power in disagreement. Because if we disagree, and we're in agreement that we disagree, mm-hmm. then that's when divorce comes. 
Yeah, well, I mean, I think there's a difference where you, let's say for an example, we were looking at a neighborhood we wanted to live in. I'm just, we, okay. you just talked about we moved a lot. And we, one says, I want to live in XYZ neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And the other spouse says, well, you know, I don't want to live in that particular neighborhood. That's not necessarily a disagreement. That's the two of you, you know, voicing yeah. your opinion. Yeah. And, you know, so I think there is power in disagreement where you should be honest with your spouse mm-hmm. and saying you don't like something, you don't want to do something, you don't want to go somewhere, you don't want to invest in a particular investment. And you all have a discussion about why one wants to do it and the other one doesn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. And then y'all may have to table it because y'all don't come to an understanding, a mutual agreement, if you will, that you're going to do a certain thing, move a certain place, buy a certain thing, invest into in something. Yeah. And that is good because you want to make sure that when you do get an agreement that y'all are both really in agreement, not one is conceding to the other. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Make sense? No. I'll, it makes I'll, sense to me. I think it makes sense to y'all, too. He's going to have to let that one marinate. I'm going to have to listen to the podcast again. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. okay. Right. So, you, I mean, this is a podcast. This is a talking show. You can't let it marinate. Okay. Now you're sitting All there right. thinking <laughs> and letting it marinate. It, it, it's out there in podcast land well, now. So, Well, as most men, we got to let things marinate and process it. I ain't going to say most men, but generally speaking, guys, we got to let things process. So I'm going to process that over the week and come back to it next week. All right. You do that. I'll be moving on from oh, now. <laughs> you gave me the little hand gesture, too. I know I'll, y'all can't see that. She was like, I'll be moving I'll on. I'll be moving on. I'll be moving on. Okay. So also, uh, one thing I wanted to talk about, uh, another thing I want to talk about, excuse me, was in Romans 15, 5 and 6 in the new NIV version. It says, may the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude of mind toward each other that Christ Jesus had, so that with one mind and one voice, you may glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. And when it comes to marriage, the bottom line with marriage is to be glorifying God. Absolutely. That's, that's what marriage is. Godly marriage is to glorify God. And so no matter what you're going through, um, what you may be facing, God can bring you through it if you want to be brought through it. Or if you just, you know, want to give up and throw in a towel, you know, that's that's what you want to do. I'm not telling you to do that, but I'm just telling you, I know God can bring you through it. You say, yeah, Doug, but you don't know. I don't know because I'm not living in the house, but I know the God that we serve is able to bring you through it. So if you want to be brought through it, he'll keep you if you want to be kept. You know, he'll keep your marriage if you want if you want your marriage to be kept. But if you are going to out of your mouth, if you're going to speak um, death over your marriage, then that's what's going to happen. Your marriage is going to eventually die. And so, but you have to be very careful, very strategic, very intentional 
that when you're going through tests, trials, and tribulations, and the storms of life, that you say what God says. And I think that's something we all can stand to do, myself included, and just be mindful that, you know, storms don't last always, and don't let the storm outlast your marriage, because being in agreement, we're staying married. No matter what happens, we're staying married. Divorce is not an option. Even if you got to put that on a post-it note in your bedroom, in your bathroom, in your car, in your office, have it as a screensaver on your computer, divorce is not an option. Let that be your ringtone on your phone. I don't don't know if that could be done, but (laughs) however you want to do it, divorce is not an option. Um, Again, we, this year, well, in a couple of days, it'll be 34 34 years. 34 years. And God's not a respecter person. We know people who've been married in the 40s, 50s, 70 years. So we were just talking about an ex-president being married 70 something years. Jimmy Jimmy Carter and his wife. Yeah, 75 Mm -hmm. years. So you can't tell me God won't keep you if you you want to be kept. And he's not a respective person. So, So I say this week, just think about some of the things that you all have disagreed on and write them down. Sometimes you have to journal things and write things down and kind of look at it yourself mm-hmm. so that you can see if it makes sense to you because a lot of times in the, in your head it sounds good and then you speak it to your spouse and it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. Um, so just go ahead and write down some of those things and then have a discussion about it. And don't have a discussion if it's more than two or three things. Don't have a discussion about all of those things at one time. You know, discuss one thing, discuss the other, and then have some mutual understanding about what you're going to do going forward about whatever that is. Um, Because, again, we just want to remind you that there is power in agreement. You know what else I thought of when you said that? If you're going to write down something that you don't agree upon, Right. One or two things. That's what you said. Right. Mm -hmm. Then write something on the opposite side of the ledger. Things that you and your wife or spouse did not agree agree about, but you came into agreement on it. Mm -hmm. So if you did something you're still not agreeing on, then write down the exact opposite. You know, we didn't agree about this, but we came into an agreement. Does that make sense? No, I'll have to listen to the podcast uh, I'm, I'm next saying, week. I'm, it, I'm, I understand what you. I understand what you're saying. I think that should be a separate thing. I have to let the way you're saying it marinate. You putting it on. You said on the other side, like pros and cons. Not not necessarily a con, but if you're saying we don't agree about sliced bread, mm-hmm. right? Then on the other side of the ledger, say we didn't agree about the ketchup. But we came into agreement about the ketchup. Mm-hmm. So kind of like have a, looking at a testimony, yes. looking back and saying, okay, we didn't agree about this. And then we ended up coming back together. Yes. How did we resolve that? Maybe yes. using it as an example going forward on how they could do. Now you feeling me. Other, you feeling me. Well, you needed to elaborate a little bit for me because I went, I, I, the gaps, there were some gaps. There were I went, gaps. I went, we needed to gaps. fill in the gaps. So what is it with you and the fingers in the hands? I don't I know. I could see you. <laughs> <laughs> there was no gaps. I feel demonstrative today <laughs> with my talking. Um, so, 
Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I yeah. think it's good to do the the what you have agreed on first so that you can look back over that and then do the... What you don't agree upon. What you don't agree upon and then have a conversation about yeah. those things using what you didn't originally agree yeah. on and now you agree on as an example. Yeah, because if God brought us through that, we didn't think, we don't know how we got through that, but God got us through that. So whatever we're not agreeing upon right now, God can get us through this. Yes. And I want to say this. Have a prayer. We'll probably pray at the end of this, um, this, this episode collaboration of Power of Agreement. Mm-hmm. But don't, y'all don't have to wait for us to pray. I certainly suggest y'all pray about that thing separately and together. And, you know, just pray that God will help you have the power of agreement in your marriage. Mm-hmm. This series. I think that's the word you're looking for. This series, yes. When we complete the series, okay. we'll end with prayer. And But we want you, that's your homework for this week, to pray individually and collectively about the power of prayer in right your thing. marriage. And the right, yes. Yeah. Yes, to write both. Okay. All right. God bless. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us. We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened, and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also, feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.